Right. This is Jimmy. Do you want to do the outhouse thing before we start? Oh, sure. <laughs> this is how you know it's Christmas over at the uh, Scrip in the Vault household. Say, can you help a jolly old elf out? I'm fresh out of TP. They aren't exactly known for being vicious. In fact, in parks around the country, some people like to feed squirrels from their hands. But experts say they can be dangerous and go on the attack without warning. Who'd ever think those adorable little squirrels people feed in the park can be dangerous? Watch as this squirrel pounces on a cop after wreaking havoc at a home in upstate New York. At least three people attacked by a squirrel at a senior center. Another incident happened at this retirement home in Orlando. We had a squirrel that entered our building and it's in our activity room and it's jumping on people and biting them and scratching them. This squirrel got into a grocery store and wasn't happy when his meal was interrupted. (laughs) This one crawls up a woman's leg. This new young mom was carrying her toddler when she was suddenly attacked and bitten by a squirrel in a parking lot in California. The pain was severe, but I was more concerned about my baby. The squirrel kept chasing her around until a guy comes in and kicks it away. They're intelligent. Wildlife expert Barbara Bellens-Picone says feeding these animals creates a potentially serious situation. The squirrel thinks you have food. She thinks I have food, and she's actually habituated to people feeding her. But this is dangerous because... Because if you don't have food, she could react in a totally aggressive way. Jump on me right now. In New York Central Park, we found plenty of people handing out food, getting up close to squirrels who have lost their natural fear of humans. Seen some aggressive ones, but the most of them are really nice. Kids, you guys should know this. Don't feed the squirrels. <laughs> the good news is squirrels don't carry rabies. So if you are bitten, experts say just treat it like a minor wound and make sure to wash the area with soap and water. From the dirty, dirty ashes that that disgusting Santa Claus dragged all across your floor after coming down the chimney, it's scraping the vault. Uh, Home invasion, everybody. Be aware. Uh, This is the uh, podcast where we watch straight-to-video Disney sequels. Usually, this time, it's a little bit different. This time, it's a Christmas delight for all. Uh, joining with me, as always, I have my co-hosts here. They also don't have rabies. We have Audrey. Let's see how that internet's doing. Hey, it's me, Audrey. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. And it's Jimmy. Paul. <laughs> Jimmy's sticking with a bit from a previous version of a recording that we tried to Chibba, do. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. How are you? Which isn't far off from Stitch. Hello. No, it's not. Oh, hello. It's family. Uh, regular listeners will know I'm only capable of doing one one voice. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I'm also a chipmunk. <laughs> Mrs. Packer? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'd never know because our videos are not running, Audrey, so it That's could right. very yeah. well be. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe you got her on the show. <laughs> thanks for making Mrs. Harrison or <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader or all the other so many the, the extensive cast of characters that I've done here Sultan uh, from Aladdin and Sultan the dog right <laughs> thanks for yeah, making me watch the Matrix in 8th grade and read Siddhartha that was a pretty cool unit 
Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I learned Keanu Reeves is a snack. Hey, (laughs) he's a regular smoke show. (laughs) Oh, damn. What that ass do? Okay. So, chipmunks, huh? (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't watch this in in class with a, like a hungover teacher and like we're watching a movie kid <laughs> no no we uh in a different class we watched the movie airplane which has titties oh, oh god um, oh god <laughs> everyone forgot until it was too late and that was Oops. a good day <laughs> that was a good day yeah there's what a lot of stuff to that in that teacher <laughs> yeah i don't know he his name was mr oh no i'm blanking on his name but he taught physics, and I really loved physics. And, and one day airplanes. he, sh- yeah, one day he <laughs> showed up physics. to class with a candle lit on his desk, and he was like really somber. And everyone's like, "What the hell is going on?" And he's like, "I'm using this candle to remind me that there's light in the world, and good things are on the way." And we were all like. <gasps> <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, it was wow. everyone was having a rough time. Yes, he was. Oh, what was his freaking name? Mr. Richards, Mr. Phillips, Mr. Franklin. Anyway, it'll come to me way too late. Uh, and when it does interrupt whatever we're doing, and tell us. you bet. And he he might be in this room with me right oh. now and might be able to say hello to you. Wow. <laughs> I hope he's doing Samsonite. well. I was way I, off. I hope we, <laughs> I hope we can remember his name so that we can say hello to yet another new character voice here. Yeah, <laughs> a unique so, and very different new character voice. Yep, that's right. So um, this is dealer's choice. Like Dan was saying, we usually watch straight to video sequels, uh, but the, the the Christmas I always choose. Dan has one for Valentine's Day, and then Audrey has one that we haven't decided yet, right? That's right. I don't have the slightest idea of what I'm going to pick, but it's going to be a good one. <laughs> that is. Um, so, Dan, we watched A Chipmunk Christmas at my request. We There were some other runner-up, including Flintstone Save Christmas, which is not as beloved for me. So I chose this one. It's a very brief, maybe 18 minutes of actual, maybe 22 minutes of actual footage. I'm kind of glad, and I think our listeners will agree that I, they should be glad that you did, we didn't go with Flintstones Christmas because um, there's a whole like BC issue that I would have probably really hammered on, like Flintstones oh, yeah. taking taking place in like the, oh good point yeah the era that it took place <laughs> before in. Christ and yet they reference <laughs> yeah. Christ a lot yeah and I would have also mentioned the <sighs> oh uh, boy. Uh, Santa and the Christ Child ornament. Oh that, yeah, I've got yeah. it still. Yeah, because Santa, this is my holiday. <laughs> well, it's it's Santa going traveling to visit the visit baby Jesus, Jesus in the mm-hmm. manger, which mm-hmm. Santa. There's just it's it. There's a whole chicken and the egg problem there that right. is really hard. <laughs> To wrap your mind around it is, but I have an Chickens ornament. Chickens don't with, even exist a, yet in the Flintstone world, so right. That's a good the, point. Well, and and those that do ham ham it up at the camera and say it's a living, it's a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so Santa, uh, they, there was Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, there's a book, Santa and the Christ Child, which I have, yep. and an ornament with Jesus, with Santa. Like, it, it, close your eyes, picture Santa, mm-hmm. that one, <laughs> kneeling next to baby Jesus in the manger. Mm-hmm. And you can get this, just so we're really painting a picture here, you can get this after spending time uh, adoring the the monument to uh, the Confederate, uh, Confederate general. Still there. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So Chipmunk Christmas, um, <laughs> I'm going to get started with a description of what it is. And then Audrey is going to tell us what she thought it was going to be about before mm-hmm. we go through play by play. So Chipmunk Christmas is a 1981 animated Christmas television special. It's based on the characters of Alvin and the Chipmunks, as we know, produced by Bagdasarian Productions and associated with Chuck Jones Enterprises. It first aired on NBC December 14th, 1981. Nine years after the death of Alvin and the Chipmunks creator, Ross Bagdarzian Sr., also mm-hmm. known as David Seville. And Jimmy, as you know, this is where I like to do, paint a picture of kind of where we are in time. So uh, I <laughs> found the Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, Monkopedia which I have not read oh. yet, and we're going to oh explore it. Oh my God. Together. Yay. All right, so we got the Monkpedia. Uh, did you know uh, that there are also lady chipmunks? There's Brittany, Jeanette, and Eleanor, and they go with Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Uh, Brittany is has pink, and Alvin is red. Mm-hmm. You know. Color theory. Uh, Jeanette, who is the Simon, has glass. Okay. <laughs> and... Her colors are purple, where Simon is blue. Eleanor. Blue press red equals purple. Her color is kind of light green, and she also enjoys eating, just like Theodore. So, as we've learned before, every every shape has a shape that goes with it. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it's this this whole this this bullshit. <laughs> Christmas with the chipmunks. It came out in 1962. It's a Liberty Records album featuring the Chipmunks and Dave Seville singing You'll Never Guess It. Uh, oh, wait. Christmas Don't Be Late isn't on there. Oh, no, no, it is. Never mind. Along with Jingle Bells, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Now, did you know that the way that they make the Chipmunks sound like Chipmunks is they just talk really slowly and then they speed it up? Which is really fun. And if you hey, haven't already we seen... We should record uh, this episode that way. Have the listener play oh God. it a few times. <laughs> and then uh, if you haven't heard the... Uh, who is a Patton Oswalt bit about uh, that, uh, go ahead and take take a moment. Pause this. But before you do, subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Yes, go ahead please. And pause this and look up Patton Oswalt. That's Oswalt with a T. Uh, and chipmunks, you will enjoy it. And that's kind of, there's more, but I can't bring myself to read this crap. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, take it over. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm watching the Patton Oswalt chipmunk. Oh, have you not seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, I haven't seen it either. Um, oh, it well then maybe you can insert it right here. Okay, so um, this and this was the first time that Alvin Simon and David Seville were voiced by Ross Bagdasarian Jr., and the first time Theodore was voiced by Janice 
or Janice Carmen. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> pull out your copy, your VHS copy, in order to watch this, like I did. Or Audrey and Dan, where did you find this? Daily Motion, I think. Yeah, Daily Motion. Which Daily was it was refreshing motion. to not find like weird anime on there for once. <laughs> okay. So, Audrey, what did you think this movie was going to be? I thought it was going to be like this. I here here's what I wrote. The Alvinettes travel inside of a Christmas tree and uncover a secret plot of evil business Santa company trying to take over the world. But it turns out the reason the Santa inside of the tree is evil is because the tree has like termites. But good news, chipmunks eat those. So the chipmunks eat all of the evil bugs and save Christmas. Well... We do know that chipmunks are, in fact, a form of squirrel. And they might scratch your eyes out if you don't give them food. But you, you won't get rabies. <laughs> At least you won't get rabies. <laughs> they will definitely scratch your eyes out, and they do not carry rabies. Uh, you two keep talking. I'm working on the Patton Oswalt thing. Okay. okay. Um, well, let's get started uh, with what actually happened in this delightful Christmas special. Now, <clears throat> listeners, uh, as you may have guessed by now, I'm a big fan of the holiday. Um, I had a very positive experience with Christmas all through my childhood. Mm -hmm. and I'll I carried that it. later. Don't worry. <clears throat> Not for you, for our listener. <clears throat> and I carried it with me. Um, I still to this day, you know, we just, it's just a very special time of year for Many people, for other people, it's not so special. Uh, not everybody had that same experience of, you know, the kind of, you know, stereotypical Christmas. Some people didn't celebrate Christmas at all. And so for me, these specials, this one, the, you know, Year Without a Santa Claus, Rudolph, all that stuff is just very, you know, it brings joy to me and, and tears every time just because of what all of them sort of mean and it's all about giving and love and joy and and so that's why I like these so much and this is no exception. Yeah, and I I guess I'll go ahead and piggyback on that. We don't need to we don't need to do this later. I listener, I know I joke around a lot. Uh, <laughs> I have a favorite joke in Fred. Uh but it's, seriously, uh as somebody who has had you know, uh not the easiest christmases it's fine it's it's fine now it's, it's still the family's stuff is always still kind of weird for some people but it's it's fine now but if you happen to know somebody who you suspect or you in or you know does have difficulty with the holidays for whatever reason or even if they have in the past those wounds kind of never entirely heal um Try reaching out to them. Don't be weird about it. Just check in on them. Make sure that you're letting them know that you're thinking about them. It does make a difference. They will not reach out to you. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and I don't think you should expect them to. And it doesn't need to be weird or gloomy. And maybe don't do it on Christmas or on your way to a Christmas party or whatever <laughs> holiday. Just, you know, at some point, set aside a couple minutes to just reach out and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How you doing? Um, yes. It's a now, good, it's, I mean, we just talked about how this is a very loving, giving, thoughtful time of year and, and, and take this opportunity to, to use that and reach out to friends, family, people who may be struggling. Like you said, Dan, they're not going to reach out to you to say, yeah. hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. So you know, reach and, out. Take a minute now. Pause the podcast. Yeah, pause it again. Somebody. 
we're we're gonna listen to the Patton Oswalt bit, bit, and you're not allowed to listen to it because you're calling your friend now. Uh, right. <laughs> Tell them no, I but, say uh, hi. But, Yes, but really, honestly, um, I know for myself in those times, even if I wasn't able to express or notice in the in that time that I appreciated that people would call. If that makes sense, I might have done some word salad there, but I mean, their their response might not be exactly what you're expecting. It might not even be, you know, perfect or good. They might not answer, but it'll register. So Just know that, that it'll mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's Patton Oswalt probably saying some dirty words that I will probably uh, make a ching. When I was growing up, my, my favorite Christmas memory was the Alvin and the Chipmunks album because we had it on LP. And you know what I'm talking about? The young... Remember that song? The little Chipmunks are singing, and then there's that, there's that guy Dave going, All right now, Chipmunks, let's all... My brother and I had that on an LP, so what we would do is we would play that as slow, on the slowest speed possible on the record player. So then it sounded like four normal monotone guys just singing this boring Christmas song, and then this demon from, like, the ninth <laughs> level of traitors and murderers just screaming at them. And then it just, it was so different. It was like, Christmas, Christmas, time is here. Time for toys and time for cheer. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a really good impression. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love how much he commits to the, yeah. the yes. length of it. <laughs> yeah, totally. That was great. Perfect I love it. timing. Yeah. Now pause and call your friend. Yeah. Okay. So as as happens with this show, um, we watch things 99% of the time. I've never seen the thing we're about to watch. So I, I do a little more scrutiny with it. This I know uh, by heart. I have it memorized. And so it was interesting for me to watch it from a little more of a critical perspective. And I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I hate mm. it now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. Yeah. It's like, I watched it and this time it just occurred to me, this is trash. It's absolute garbage. Uh, Never watch it. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's really is a lie and a wasted emotion. It's, <laughs> it's really stupid. Let me just put it that way. Yes. yes. I started reading the works of Theodore Adorno, and I have <laughs> so many things to say. <laughs> Zen and the art of Anim Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay. So, well, first of all, <clears throat> the special starts out with a doctor visiting a family of a sick boy whose name is Tommy. Oh, God, okay. I forgot about that. Yep. Now, he admits that the chance of Tommy recovering before Christmas is bleak. What I want to know, <laughs> what is wrong with Tommy? He's... God, he got bit by a rab a rabid squirrel. 
<laughs> nope, nope. Can't get rabies from squirrels. Ah, dang it. Well, uh, he got bit, that, they but it killed got infected. Off, they killed off all the squirrels. Just like in uh, Sleeping Beauty, they burned all the... Uh, the oh, the spindles? spinning wheels. Yeah. Spinning wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's got a picture of Alvin above his bed. So he's a fan of Alvin. Uh, and we'll get into the healing process later. But I'm not he... going to make the joke that I almost made. Okay. Okay. Darn um, it. So <laughs> I, I just – this is like days before Christmas, right? And there, there's no healing this child. They're doctors, and they just can't figure out what's wrong with him. Like this child is dying, right? The only thing missing from this is if the is the doctor saying like, "But perhaps the power of song." <laughs> yeah, I mean that that would be appropriate for this kind of movie. But I'm going to choose anyway, to believe they, he's being um, supernaturally possessed by a demon. And, a demon. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay, that's a good theory. It's the devil. It's the devil. Satan the himself. devil has taken yes. him. And a, no and the power doctor of Christmas could cure is him. the only thing. That's right. Or right. I mean, this this was this was made some time ago. Maybe he has scurvy. It could be. It could be. Uh, was scurvy a thing in the eighties? Uh, I don't know. All right. So anyway, the, scurvy was that a thing in the eighties? Um, I mean, the eighties was so long ago because I'm very young and I can't right. possibly imagine a time where phones were plugged into walls. What? Huh? Right. So here's oh, you the mean other like thing. to charge? No. Uh, so Audrey, according to what? Because I'm also very young. Uh, All right. From from the 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 documentary uh, that I, documentaries I've seen on on uh, the YouTube. Okay. Um, which is. All I watch because I'm very young and I love my screen time. Um, I've never used a TV. I, uh, I agree. <laughs> um, so, uh, what what did you just say? What's a TV? Um, uh, you beat me to it. Yep. Uh, it used to be that people had – the only thing you could use your phone for was making phone calls. Huh. And it and if you if you tried to text, it would just make weird sounds. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> um yeah. and in the early days of the internet, if you wanted to make a phone call, there goes your internet connection. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um okay. and, so the yeah. other thing I wanted to point out oh, the, in my the bits over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Moving on. Um, been done. So the other thing, as we pan from as the camera pans from Tommy's apartment, which is in Manhattan, by the way. We, the establishing shot is we're in New York. Um, not nearly enough strip clubs in Broadway but, uh, the, for the early 80s until Michael Eisner changed that. Maybe, but they, anyway, were, maybe they were making some predictions. Maybe this was actually an oddly prescient be. film. I mean, it's hard well, to tell other- what's going on in the cityscape because the backgrounds for this movie are truly atrocious and incomprehensible. Like, buildings oh. don't look right. There's no consistent depth perception drawn in like well and to that point audrey they they live near enough to manhattan that they can ride their skateboard into the city mm-hmm. but when we pan to their house there are no neighbors there's no other houses or dwellings anywhere near in the background and it's a four-story house right <laughs> that yeah. doesn't make any sense no you would <clears> think <throat> that they would be able to afford you know, not getting scurvy, like an orange or two. You um, yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry. When you mentioned the lack of strip clubs, I was just reminded, and I don't know when I'll ever have a chance to mention this. Uh, 
I don't. Have you seen the movie Quick Change, starring uh, Bill Murray? No, not that I recall. It. I don't know that it holds up very well, but it's a to me. It's a very funny movie, mainly because it has these weird little moments. Like, uh, and Bill Murray directed it. I think it's the only thing that he's directed. I think Hmm. Uh, he's dressed up as as a clown, and he's going to go rob a bank. And he's walking through New York City, like in, you know, back when New York City was how it was. And he walks past the strip club and there's a, a barker outside. It's like, these people welcome. Come on in. And he sees where he walked by as, dressed as a clown. He goes, clowns welcome. Clowns welcome. <laughs> like yelling it in his direction in like this very dispassionate, but like, oh, I can say clowns are welcome. Kind of one of one of my favorite lines in any movie. All right, <laughs> Clowns <check out> welcome. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So we're just a few days before Christmas. The chipmunks have a recording session. Alvin is <laughs> oh, not yeah. happy. Alvin's not happy about having to work on Christmas. But after Dave tells him that he can play his prized golden echo harmonica, mm-hmm. he suggests, Alvin, that Dave get everything set up in the studio while he and his brothers go window shopping. Dave agrees to this and tells them not to be late. So this is like two minutes sing- into the movie, and I already want to rip my fucking ears off. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the singing? I don't like the singing. I don't like the high pitched talking. It's very grating. Zero out of ten. <laughs> How wow. many times do they need to record that song? Well, Great. so first of all, we have beginning to look all like Christmas, which they wake up Dave. They dress him. And I think he's wearing a pillow over his head with a hat on. But then Why? he just gives up and it's like, this sounds so pretty. Yeah. He's like, they're going to use up their whole catalog in 30 seconds. Yeah. They sing, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's the greatest time of the year. And Jingle Bells all in the first, I think, 90 seconds. Actually, I, I take that back. He's not a toddler. He's a gorilla because because he's like soothed by song. Mm-hmm. But if they're not singing, <laughs> he gets angry. And he- <laughs> Dashing through the stores on a chipmunk skating board. Oh, God. Uh, All right. So they go to the department store. Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy. A lot. A lot. lot. Um, At the department store, Alvin's in the music department, and Alvin sees another golden echo harmonica, which is on a little pillow with light shining on it. It glows. And he tells his own harmonica that it's the best harmonica in the world. At that very moment, Tommy's mother, remember Tommy was really sick. Mm-hmm. Tommy's mother and sister arrive at the store and he overhears Tommy's sister tell her mother that if Tommy had the golden echo harmonica, it would make him feel better. And she says, Tommy will just die without that harmonica. And mom's <laughs> yep. like, don't wor- don't say that, dear. You don't know. joke around, you piece of it's crap. Like, make it through Christmas. Make what through Christmas? What is wrong with Tommy? He's going <laughs> to die in the next four days. I feel like... I, I I when I when I was watching this I felt like there was this weird like I kind of wanted <laughs> part of me was half expecting the mom to go like I mean why he's gonna die <laughs> oh my god it's a waste of money oh, god. he's gonna just, die anyway get, get something for yourself I mean come yeah. on <laughs> well and they can't afford it they live in Manhattan well I mean their rent is way too high for this four that's that's right. four story building no 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 the chipmunks live in a four story house oh oh that's right okay near enough to the city that they can walk all right so Alvin feels bad about Tommy's illness mm-hmm. so so much so that during the recording session he can't sing in tune with the others. Hold on. Maybe it is rabies, 
And oh. Alvin doesn't know that chipmunks don't carry rabies. Oh, and so he, he feels, feels guilty. Like guilt. Yeah. Mm. All right. So he feels really bad. Dave gives the chipmunks a break. So Alvin goes to Tommy's house and presents him with Alvin's own harmonica. He says, there was a contest down at the de- department store in the music department. And Tommy gets all excited. He's like, oh, it's probably another doctor. He's like, it's Alvin. <laughs> Hi, Alvin. And he's very excited. And Most so Alvin gives him his favorite. <laughs> but it's this, yeah. it's this is what I'm talking about. It's his prized <laughs> possession. Like Alvin loves this harmonica more than anything in the world. And he gives it up immediately for this sick child. Yeah, he's and, a good and, kid. And, Tommy's sister, by the way, sounds like she's 35 years old. And like and a smoker. Like, but, but and a smoker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well the mom the, the mom the mom plays both the mom and uh Mrs. Claus, by the way. Mm. But the sister they, like they deliberately make her sound young by like What's wrong with Tommy, Mama? Oh, that, mm-hmm. yes. What's yes. wrong with him? That's right. And that, that's what makes it that I forgot about that. That's what made it so jarring is it was basically like, <laughs> I mean, okay. You brought up strip clubs. It's just like, it, it's basically like, it sounds like the most hardened stripper trying to like do really weird, like, why, why are you doing a, a child voice? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you're, and that, you're spot on with the. This is what I've heard about sure. those places. Um, are they still <laughs> called strippers? Huh? What do you mean? Exotic dancer. They're Can they're called to... strip people now. Okay, strip persons. Strip persons. Um, all right. So Alvin, after giving his prized possession to this poor sick child that has Alvin's poster on his wall, yeah, uh, makes it in time back to finish the session. Christmas. By the way, is this near. is proof. This is proof that Dave is not paying his labor. No. Definitely. They are slaves. <laughs> but he he really is making a good living because they live in a four-story house. He's chip children. That's right. Yes. Children monks. Ch- um, kid, kid monks. Kid monks. Kid, um, yeah. Christmas is a, time is near. Dave Hurry, is a Christmas, don't be late. <laughs> they also <He's> can't... What? <laughs> what? Just keep going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Audrey. I was just remembering how they can't, they don't draw any of the humans' faces in three quarter profile. It's either f- like oh, yeah. face on or perfect profile, which looks Bold really profile. strange. But and it's Chuck Jones, pointy. so he gets a little bit of a pass. There you go. I feel like it's, I don't know how much Chuck Jones is actually happening there. It might be like the Chuck Jones version of like, getting the new recruits from Cal arts that like are too confused to know <laughs> how to do anything else. I, it doesn't nothing very little about this looks right. Agreed. Yeah. And the way they well, animate eighties hand-drawn animation, Alvin running through the streets, it looks like he's Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah. His, his legs are moving so fast. They're a blur. <laughs> he like flies around. Well, he's excited. Yeah. He thinks everyone anyway, might have food. Anyway. So uh, later, while the chipmunks are decorating the Christmas tree, which, you know, waited a little long. It's only a few days before Christmas. Simon and Theodore congratulate Alvin. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They congratulate Alvin for what he did. And Alvin tells Simon and Theodore that they can't tell Dave about the harmonica because it was a gift from Dave to Alvin. So he can't tell him because Alvin gave away his gift. Despite mm-hmm. it being a generous thing, he would feel bad for Dave, like, like as an insult to Dave, right? So Alvin's worried about Dave's feelings and you don't want him to be hurt if you learned what happened. So it's a secret. Is there a chipmunk mom that like Dave divorced? And the reason we don't get that much content is because like he only can see them on weekends and holidays. I don't know the origin story of Dave getting the chipmunks. I bet Monkopedia knows. Let me see. Keep going. I'll see if I I feel like it's my guess is that it's a little bit of a Bob Ross situation where he rescued some baby squirrels and uh, it just so happened that there were three chipmunks this time around. And instead of painting, be, he's they a music sing. producer. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, Dave is they, a music producer. They got poisoned by radioactive nuts. <laughs> now they can sing. It's a, well, it's a, a proto Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Based on what I'm seeing on Monkopedia, the uh, world's authority on the chipmunks, uh, both Alvin, Simon and Theodore have the last name Seville. Both. So they're adopted. Well, I mean, who knows? It, it, my theory is not getting dis- disproven is what I'm telling you. Are you trying to say there's a human trafficking situation here? I'm saying well, it's, a, <laughs> it's a chipmunk trafficking chipmunk situation. Crafting. And I think that there is a chipmunk mother in the picture who we don't see because she hasn't signed the contract. Are you suggesting that Dave had intercourse with a chipmunk? Yes, a giant, I see. A giant <laughs> chipmunk. A giant radioactive chipmunk. <laughs> There Wait, it why is. Why does it have to be radioactive? <laughs> How do you explain the singing, Because Jimmy? it's the only way it That's makes fair. sense, Jimmy. <laughs> 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 All right. So he feels bad. He gave away Dave's present. And Alvin plans to save his money to buy a new harmonica after Christmas. But Dave gets a phone call from Carnegie Hall. Ugh. And they want Alvin to play his harmonica on Christmas Eve. Yes. yes. They specifically yes, want Alvin that's right. To do the thing that he is so famous for. Yes. Which is to play the harmonica. Which Come we've never on, seen family. him play before or after. Instead so of here's seeing the, the Nutcracker, we're going to go listen to a harmonica concert. <laughs> I love so you. So here's the thing. My, my new <laughs> scrutiny upon rewatch under the guise of Scraping the Vault is that they call Dave uh-huh. to say, we want Alvin and the Chipmunks to play Carnegie Hall on Christmas Eve. So presumably 48 hours from now, mm-hmm. right? okay? And the whatever the promoter or whatever says, it's a sold-out show. All yep. 58 so of the Rockets sold out, got, that's right. they twisted their ankles Scurvy. so they can't perform. <laughs> but here's the thing. Before the chipmunks... that they sold tickets to a thing before confirming that the talent would be available? That is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's a sold-out show. They want you to play... Can you play with your harmonica? It's like, how is it sold out before the talent it's even agreed to do it? They all bought tickets <laughs> to see like River Dance or something. <laughs> yeah. So now because Alvin feels so bad about giving away the harmonica, he can't tell Dave he doesn't have a harmonica. So he needs to come up with a plan to buy a harmonica to get money in the next two days before they play for a sold out audience at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> so plan number one. Get all the neighborhood dogs and dress them up like the reindeer. I've blocked all of this out. Yeah. No, this is good. This is a good, you know, if you want something, you got to work for it. I get it. That's right. Hey, 
into they're not he's not out there knock, knocking up a liquor store is he no, no. he's not so well, and it's it, all of this makes so much more sense than i know this is a trend but here we go alvin saying hey dave you know how it's christmas and like there's a thing called the christmas spirit and like i don't know if there were i say like a sick child who was a really big fan and if there was any way that I could help them by giving them my harmonica, which, by the way, you haven't paid us at all. You just mm-hmm. pay us in clothing and harmonicas. And, <laughs> and I think cookies. That, <laughs> and I think maybe you can find it in yourself to understand that me giving this kid the harmonica in order to, at the very least, make his last four days on this planet somewhat <laughs> <That's right>. happy. <laughs> because... God. I don't know if I gave him rabies. No one's explained how that works to me. Um, could we please just maybe get another harmonica? By the way, the sold out audience doesn't care that it's this specific That's harmonica. We could just oh. go to Rite Aid or whatever the equivalent right. is. Or how about Walgreens, a probably on the East Coast. How about it? Yeah. Let's, uh, and Dave, let's be completely honest. If they're <laughs> a sold out crowd for this act, I could probably play a fucking kazoo and they would just be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, up. look, they're chipmunks. <laughs> yeah. If they're singing chipmunks, anything <laughs> they do is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> the, anything, anything short of us gnawing at the curtains is going to be <laughs> impressive. Now you're talking yes, some Dan, sense, you're right. Dan. Yes, you are. <laughs> but then we don't have the rest of the special. That's true. I forgot Dang that they it. read the script. <laughs> That's right. So they gather up all the dogs and they, they have the different um, different breeds of dogs. And, you know, they're the eight tiny reindeer. They set up a little photo booth with Alvin acting as Santa. And the kids can pay to get a picture with Santa. Yeah. Why does why why is Santa have to fly? <laughs> why? Well, and I realized I said why is Santa have to fly? <laughs> it's a question so he that flies I've been in. wondering myself. For so chipmunks years. Chipmunks are smaller than children, and okay. so That's Alvin has to be lifted. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just being mean. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Well, not the one that did Dave. I dare you to tell this very tall, the very small child in my hand that that's true. <laughs> yeah. So the Theodore is flying Alvin up and then the kid sits down and then drops Alvin down into the kid's lap. Mm-hmm. A little twist because that chipmunks are small. Uh, and then the first one is fine. Picture. Great. And then the second one, Alvin gets dropped down before the child and a fat kid sits on Alvin and <laughs> hilarity ensues because fat yeah. kids are funny. Mm-hmm. Inherently. I, um, I I just want to point out that they they lost a very good opportunity for actual humor, which would have been Alvin. Like, I mean, I'm just workshopping this. So, yeah. and the writers are paid to make it better. So, what if Alvin's just like standing there on the armrest, and the kids come in? They're like, "What? What do you mean you're going to sit on my lap?" Yeah, it's like a twist, and they could talk about it. yeah, it's this whole new thing that Santa's doing, and like, I mean, it just, I mean. There are places they can go with that that don't include we have to make Santa fly and not really explain it. Um, you've way overthought it more than the writers. <laughs> I, I'm guilty as guilty once again. <laughs> hey Dan, do you know and Audrey? Yeah. Do you know what what dogs don't like? Chipmunks. Oh, uh, uh, cat. I believe cats. Cats getting their cats yeah. temperatures taken annually. <laughs> no, they love that. They oh, okay. 
Um, unfortunately, in this situation, the neighbor's yep. cat shows up and the dogs go wild. Hold on. This is an excellent Who let uh, the dogs out? The cat. <laughs> Who indeed. Uh, this is an excellent opportunity for us to have a commercial break. In the meantime, uh, while you are, of course, listening to commercial very intently and taking notes, um, feel free to also after after the break pause once again and if you have a a, a dog see if it enjoys any of the things that we've mentioned and i'm not going to say specifically the one that i almost said uh here we go goodbye and we're back and Hi, we're back. back how did your dog react uh, oh that's interesting oh my god I, that is unexpected <laughs> And then uh, what okay. happened? I'm actually talking to you. Wow. <laughs> so the cat ruins everything, but this commotion gets Dave's attention. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Dave confronts the kids. Wait, chipmunks. wait, wait, wait. You're forgetting one thing in this, in this chain of this, this uh, food chain of animals that are constantly chasing after other animals. Mm-hmm. They're chipmunks. <laughs> It's a good point. <laughs> There's cats mm-hmm. and dogs. I mean, dogs famously also enjoy chasing small things. Hence the cat thing. Right. That's a good point. I'm just listening. But they know that never... these are special sentient singing chipmunks. They know yeah. this. So, listener, if you don't know how the world works, I'm going to let you in on a little something. The dogs they chase everything, not just specifically sure. cats. Cars. Yeah. Like Police if you were to tell if, if the dog if the yep. If the dog were to chase after Postman. a cat That's, and you were to say, hold on, dog, that is, in fact, not a cat, they wouldn't go like, oh, okay, then never mind. <laughs> dogs chase their tails. Dogs are dumb. Have you seen what dogs eat if you let them? Yes, I have. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's adorable. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So so it's Dave's Christmas. like, what are you guys doing? And Simon and Theodore promised Alvin that they wouldn't tell Dave what he did, that kindness piece of generosity. Mm-hmm. Which, again, it. opens up the opportunity for Simon, especially Simon. Simon, I, I blame Simon smart. for this because yeah. he's the smart one. He okay. could have been like – Because he okay. wears glasses. Yeah. I mean, the, there you go. He'd been like, okay, Dave, look, you know how Alvin's kind of a good-hearted idiot, but he's an idiot. Yeah. He doesn't want me to tell you this, but I'm smart. See the glasses. Squeaky, squeaky. He cleans them a little bit. And he goes, I need to tell you about something. And it's going to sound a little weird, but hold on. It's going to end up okay. And Theodore is just like eating himself silly in the background. Cause he does. <laughs> himself. And, and then time passes because, you know, he's really smart. So he has like, he has like, spreadsheets and like all sorts of things. He's so smart that like, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. And then Dave, the camera goes to Dave and he goes, you know, I didn't understand about 80% of what you just said, but I get the point and you're right. We should just go to Walgreens <laughs> and get another harmonica for the harmonica solo at the sold out show. For the sold out <laughs> Carnegie Hall show. Carnegie Hall. <laughs> the- that performance will pay for 400 harmonicas. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All uh, from merch however, sales. What actually happened um, <laughs> was that Dave miscon- misunderstood these behaviors for greed mm-hmm. and sends Alvin to his room. Okay. So this leads to Alvin in one of the strangest 
holiday special sequences. Uh, Alvin has a dream because he's trying to figure out how to raise money because mm-hmm. sold out performance Carnegie Hall. Uh, he dreams about Clyde Crash Cup who says he invented Christmas or he's in the process of inventing Christmas, which is now February 12th. And Santa is Abraham Lincoln because he's a man with a hat and a beard. That's so bizarre. Uh, in the sleigh that consists consists of a hollowed out pumpkin pulled by four elephants. I'm not gonna lie, this is not a terrible bit. Yeah, it's. I figured you'd like it. It's funny. The Clyde Crash Cup is is clever, and he's inventing Christmas. And anyway, um, it, it's very bizarre. It is very bizarre. If if they would have if they would have spent a hair more time thinking about it and fleshing out the, the concept, this could have been the entire movie. Could have been, but it wasn't. Could have been. Was, there's some good gigs. There's some good gags. There's some good sight gags. Um, anyway, he's telling him, I need money, and he says I haven't invented money yet. Uh, but when Dave like he's like maybe I was too hard on Alvin, and he goes upstairs, and Alvin's like money, I need money. As he's sleeping, <laughs> Dave's like I give up. Also, I just I, sorry, I'm punching this up a bunch. Please, Dave should suspect that Alvin is on drugs. <laughs> yes, should he? It was a big problem in New York he in should. the '80s. He should. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing, whole thing turns into this like out. weird social commentary. <laughs> He's being real shady. His kids, brothers are trying to protect kids smoke him. Cigarettes, right at like twelve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they hand them out. They teach you how to do it in third grade. Yeah. The there 80s. you go. <laughs> I mean, then they start you with the light 100s, you know, yeah. uh, menthol, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, and, <laughs> and then, and the whole, the whole, at the end of the episode, like the credits run, no, before the credits run, Dave and the chipmunks are sitting on set, like it's clearly a set. And they're like, we hope you've enjoyed our story. Uh, we want to talk to you about the serious problem, the epidemic of angel dust in our inner city. <laughs> yeah, maybe the harmonica is a euphemism for drugs. Oh, yeah. Blow on this. Wink. Golden echo harmonica. <laughs> and then the chipmunks all have normal voices. Like, <laughs> yes, it's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing characters in the movie. Yeah. They're all looking straight at the camera in that weird, poorly drawn cartoon way right. that looks like, like, like where you're like, I thought that character had a nose. Nope. <laughs> Not when you draw it straight on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. It's all Christmas of these Eve. things would make this so much more enjoyable. <laughs> For you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. It's so Christmas Eve. This is the end of the show. Um, we're two hours before the concert. Okay. And Simon and Theodore give Alvin everything they've saved up. And when Theodore gives Alvin his money, turns out he gave him a cookie because he saved up all, he used all his money to buy cookies. Because mm-hmm, he's fat. And that's right. Um, and Yum. Simon gave cookies. him whatever he had left. Yeah. Not nearly enough money to buy the harmonica. He's smart enough to have like a real job. Why didn't he get a job? He's well, got he's glasses. Invented Excel software, according to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, what a cheap Okay, so game. upon being asked where Alvin is, they responded, he's not here right now. Luckily, just as Dave's complaining, he gets a phone call from Tommy's mother. Mm-hmm. Her name is Mrs. Waterford. She tells Dave about Alvin's generosity in the harmonica and wonders if it, and wonders, and 
the wonders it worked on Tommy. Hold on. I just want to make sure that I'm remem- remembering this correctly. She's calling him at Carnegie Hall, right? No, no, no. They're at home. They oh, need okay. To, they need that to makes go. slightly more sense. It's time to leave to go to the concert. Alvin's mm-hmm. not there. And then he, they just as he's about to get upset, Mrs. Waterford called. And we just get the one-sided conversation. He's like, Alvin's harmonica worked wonders on Tommy? Turns uh, out Alvin has anti-rabies in his mouth. <laughs> and or, then Dave's like, if we're going with the possession scheme, the harmonica is secretly <laughs> like holy purification light harmonica. Yes. Mm-hmm. Angels it's, fly out of it when he plays. It's made from the wood from the cross that Jesus hung from. <laughs> so remember a few minutes ago when Dan suggested how the story should go? We got there. Okay. This is where we get there. Yeah. The, the, the mom says this is what happened and the boys presumably explain it to Dave because – before we cut away to Alvin in the department store trying to get the harmonica, Dave says, okay, boys, time to tell me the truth. We cut to Alvin, who's in We're the department store. We're on drugs, store. Dave. That's right. <laughs> we need help. That's I'm why he zooted out of my mind. <laughs> and then Dave is like, hey, me too. <laughs> the end. The end. Uh, listeners, ladies and gentlemen, oh, we have a real problem in our society. That's where we cut to the... Yeah, yeah. All right, um, so Alvin's depressed. He's at the music store. He still I'm, doesn't have I, enough money. I, I, hold on, I'm sorry. I don't mean to... All I do mean to keep interrupting you. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't covered that Mrs. Waterford just knows the number to call. Well, they're f- yeah. presumably friends. Uh, Al- Are they? Uh, well, Tommy's obsessed with Alvin. Alvin knows this kid enough to know where he lives and to but- give him a harmonica. They're doing a sold-out show at Carnegie Hall. Apparently, a lot of people like Alvin. Yeah, well, that's true. Maybe he's a super fan. I don't know. He puts his arm around Mrs. Waterford at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really weird. I think that they're dating. That's my theory. Maybe. Anyway, uh, so Alvin's at the music store. He's depressed. Read my fan fiction money. to Just find then. out. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing Wikipedia. it with chat GPT. I'm, I'm Is David Seville and Mrs. Waterford a an item. I'm going I'm going to be muted for a little bit. I will okay. be looking this up. So just then a strange old woman appears out of nowhere and buys the harmonica for Alvin. Yeah. Now she says, "Listen, I'm an old lady. I just want to buy some I buy a harmonica for a chipmunk. That's all I want. And you don't have to pay me. The only thing I need in return is for you to play a song on this harmonica." What so a beautiful he plays thing. the song. Play Silent Night on on the harmonica. And then Dave and Simon and Theodore show up and like, hey, heard all about the great things. And he's like, oh, this lady, this kind old lady gave me this harmonica. Wait, she disappeared. She disappeared. Mm -hmm. There's more on that later. So Dave apologizes to Alvin for mistaking Alvin's actions for greed and tells him that they have a surprise for him. Oh. Alvin, Dave, and Altamont. Oh. I wrote oh. a story about Alvin and Dave's reaction to the incident when it happened and how they cope with their sadness. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Nothing about Mrs. Waterford. Uh, Who's Ultima? I'm still looking. Altamont. It's uh well actually if you want to know more about Altamont, you can listen to uh Bowie's planning, <laughs> oddly enough. Uh our Manage Sold the World album includes uh some Altamont talk, and that will come out 
in a few months. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Altamont <laughs> was a music festival that was kind of a oh. cash grabby, pardon the pun, um, response, I guess, to Woodstock. They were like, okay. hey, these dirty, stupid hippies will come watch anything. Let's put together a another music and arts festival in Altamont, California, and involved the Rolling Stones. It's a whole thing. And it basically just like a series. It's just like like a series of comedic but not comedic and terrible errors happen. And they end up like, oh, we, we need to change uh, uh, location suddenly. And, oh, no, we need to – we can't find anyone to do security. And then someone on – I believe it was Mick Jagger was just like, what if we get the uh, Hells Angels to do security? Now, this is 1969. Oh. Hells Angels were not the sweethearts that they are now. Yes. Uh, and wackiness ensued. And uh, Listen huh. to Boys Planning, now available on all the podcast things. Great. So like fire uh, okay, festival so, in the sixties. Uh yes, but it actually happened. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we cut to the concert, sold out show at Carnegie Hall. And as Alvin's coming off stage from playing his uh Silent Night solo, or reprise, if you will, Alvin learns that Tommy has fully recovered. Hooray. He was it's going a to die seventy two hours before. Um, so then Alvin brings, um, Tommy on stage and they all play. Hold on. Custody battle. Chapter five, Alvin, the chipmunks. (laughs) It's making sure that I am actually a person. Here we go. Uh, when Dave leaves the boys for half an hour, causing them to be in an accident, uh, Vinny believing Dave is a bad father, takes them to court to battle for full custody of the boys. Uh, yes, here we go. Outside the court, Dave was going through the case with Mrs. Waterford and the the boys were, were in their best suits. They had been dreading this since Dave told them last night. Right, Mrs. Waterford. I claim that the boys are better off with me because I have raised them so far and she abandoned them on my doorstep. So apparently Whoa. there's a custody battle between Mrs. Waterford. Mrs. Waterford's their real mom? What? Like, well, I mean, according to uh, Chipmunks 4, the number four ever, 1958, which I do not doubt is that person's birthday. Um, Get them on the podcast yeah, uh, now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chipmunks forever, 1950. Hold on. Let's see if I can <laughs> communicate with them. Uh, I am not registering for this site so I can PM this person. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So one sentence left. Uh, at the end, Santa Claus flies over the city as the chipmunks sing, we wish you a Merry Christmas. So clearly the concert gone to midnight because Santa doesn't come out till midnight. Uh, before returning to the North Pole where he is greeted by his wife. Who's his wife? <gasps> None other than the same old woman who bought Alvin the harmonica. Yes. I love this for her. The She's a boss end. queen. She flies around well, and, he's, and makes yeah, joy. And Santa's like, you need to way. get out more. And she's like, oh, no, dear. That's for you. I'm a homebody. Oh, I'm just an old lady. And humble, <laughs> too. Oh, is that the sister? <laughs> that is a chipmunk Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. It's been ruined forever. Titanic, a right to remember, decided to rewrite rewrite to include elements of the 1958 movie as well as adding Claire to balance out the love interest of the three Daves. What? 
the I don't know. I wonder what kind of story. So Eleanor, I wonder what kind of story Dave is going to tell us. Asked Eleanor seven minutes later in her spring green nightgown with puffy shoulders. My goodness. Oh, boy. Uh, Brittany had on a long sleeved pink nightgown with a flat. Co- okay. Hold on. Uh, spring heel Jack username and on fanfiction.net. Um, <laughs> I need you to know that this is – help exists. <laughs> um, look, I – this is – there's a uh, – I'm not reading anymore okay. because it's bad. Okay. And I don't mean bad isn't poorly written. I mean it, it is, but – there's help. Betterhelp.com. Uh, yeah. yeah get better. <laughs> Another one of our sponsors, uh, betterhelp.org. <laughs> okay. So yeah. okay. that's the end. And while you watch this delightful, touching, warm holiday special. You will need to be Laying drinking. it on thick. Please enjoy <laughs> Chipmunk Mountain IPA. Mm. 6.4 alcohol by volume. 50 IBUs. It's from Hellbent Brewing Company in Seattle, Washington. You know about it, I'm sure, Audrey. Yeah. Just a heads up. If you're heading to Canada, Chipmunk Mountain does not contain nearly as many chipmunks as the name would imply. (laughs) It's Chipmunk Mountain IPA. If you're looking for a nice bitter IPA, Chipmunk Mountain IPA delivers big time. It's our first use of anchovy hops. Oh. Which is also not true to its name. Oh. Thankfully, anchovy hops bring a watermelon, candy, and raspberry flavor to the mix, which we finished off by dry hopping with Mackenzie, Co- uh, uh, Comet, sorry, and Simcoe for big flavors of grapefruit, pine, apricot, and lemongrass. Oh, that's As a side nice. benefit, it will be fun to tell your friends, here, try this. It has anchovy in it. That's it. That's what we're drinking. What are we eating, Audrey? That's good. Uh, well, gosh, um, get your taste buds ready. We're going to have some shrimp ceviche because chipmunks are small and short like shrimp. Uh, and ceviche because, you know, it's like really sharp and tangy and acidic, which is the feeling that I get listening to the chipmunks talk. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to throw in some grilled corn because uh, like – it, it, because like Billy Joel, Alvin is a harmonica player and Billy Joel's Ooh. favorite foods include grilled corn. So grilled and corn, plants. shrimp, ceviche. Wait, is that a real thing? I don't. Her thing wasn't, I think. Mine is. Oh, okay. Clams? He carries his own clams with him. that he Or oysters, excuse me. Ugh. He catches his own oysters and he brings them to restaurants and have them cook him, cook them for him. Oh, oh, does he catch them on, on his Down Easter Alexa? That's yeah, right. In Oyster Bay, Long Island. Good yeah. job, Dan. Yeah. Actually, well, sounds Stay tuned for – what's my Billy Joel podcast going to be called? <laughs> this music is awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't actually hate Billy Joel. I just like to pretend I do because it's fun. Because I love him so much. Mm. Um, All right, Dan. What are we going to be listening to while we're eating our delicious ceviche and drinking our anchovy beer? Uh, we are going to be listening to the actual David Seville. Well, that's a stage name, but he's, that's it's a stage name he went by consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, performing a little song called Witch Doctor. And this was recorded in the 50s. 
And I just wanted to, we're going to have a little imagination moment. Think to yourself, what, what the cover art in the fifties or sixties? I don't honestly quite. Oh, 58. Uh, in 1958, the cover art for a song called Witch Doctor, what would that possibly look like? And if, if you, you're imagining something and you think to yourself, yeah, that there's no way that would pass today. Then you're you're pretty close, um, <laughs> and you, you have probably heard the song before. It goes something like this: I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor he told me what to do. He said that. So apparently, Mr. David Seville discovered this and people were like oh it sounds funny that means i like it because you know nothing changes and people are always drawn to stupid crap um he was like i know what if i did chipmunks and there were three of them and one had glasses and the other one was fat and the other one was like selfish or something what if we did that and people were like, yeah, that's good. Take my money. And that man's name was Rock, Ross Bagdasarian. Yeah. He invented the chipmunks from that song. Bagdasarian. Do, what, what, uh, where is that last name from? It sounds great. No idea. Yeah. And then his son is who did this special. Mm-hmm. And he is David Seville in this. And mm-hmm. he's also Alvin and Simon. Yep, it's a family curse. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. So I just wanted to um, read mm-hmm. you a couple of reviews of the Supreme Scraper in the Vault. Oh boy. Um, I don't know if I've read these before, so if I have, I apologize, but I don't remember. This one is from Boo Bobo Bobo. Wait, hold on. Boo what? Bobo Boo Boo. Boo Bobo Boo Boo Boo. Boo, bo, okay. bo, ting, tang, walla, walla, bang, bang. Great. GR8, great. This podcast is the cream of the crop, if you're into creams and crops, that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This the Five stars. This one is from Terry Cloth, who's reviewed Supreme Resort. His review titled, More Satisfying Than Barbecued Grebe. Mm. As, a, as a disgraced ornithologist... I am an authority on all things avian. Not only can I distinguish a, uh, a Forster's turn from a Caspian turn, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can also identify which Chablis pairs best with fricasseed hummingbird. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the uptight ornithological community, consuming specimens is generally frowned upon. Yeah. After being caught noshing a nut nuthatch... I was ejected from the American Ornithological Ornithological Society and now find myself with ample free time to weep and moan about my tarnished reputation. <laughs> That's where scraping the vault comes in. <laughs> I, with I no substitute love. for... I know. Terry Cloth, you're wonderful. Yeah, Hold on. Very Before wonderful. you continue, I, Terry Cloth, this goes out to you. Oh, Terry, Terry Cloth is a scraping the vault all-star. Mm-hmm. Um... By the way, Frank uh, 
I'll get back to it in a minute. He's another all-star. He's in everything. While no substitute for eating live finches, it is a delightful podcast full of wit and warmth that diverts me from my shame. <laughs> I commend the hosts for their work and eagerly await each episode. Three thumbs up. Five stars. Wow. Terry Cloth is delightful. Terry Cloth Frank is Welker wonderful. is his name. He's in everything. He's in this too. Okay, hold he on. Plays- so there you go. Five stars. People like the show. Great. Especially yeah. among the ornithological world. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that is a Chipmunk Christmas. Thank you, Dan and Audrey, for uh, indulging me. I didn't even ask how you felt about it because I don't care. <laughs> uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was glad when uh, it was over. I love that too. Oh, it was very short. I'm um, glad it was short. Let's say yeah. that. Yeah, that's yes. that's why I chose it specifically because just just when you're about to gouge your eyes out and ears out, it's over. It's very uh, hamster fisted because they have a short yeah, amount of nice. time to get the message across. So. And speaking of gouging our eyes out, uh, the next <laughs> episode, we are going to be joined by Eric, who is also from Boys Planning. Yay. We're going to watch Labyrinth, a movie oh. I hate. <laughs> I'm oh, really fun. looking forward to that. I've never seen how Labyrinth. Uh, a movie I am able to recognize is whimsical and enjoyable, but for <laughs> Dave, being a David Bowie fan reasons, I find super depressing. <laughs> I remember you saying that. Are you going to watch The Prestige on that show? Uh, yeah, we're eventually, I think, going to go through all of his movies. Uh, um, all right. Well, in the meantime, other shows to listen to on the network, Ears Up and The In-Depth and The Puny Pod and The Supreme Resort, of course. Uh, next episode of The Supreme Resort will be Christmas on Main Street. Ooh. And Main Street Vehicles. And Main Street Vehicles. Um, I have so much to talk about involving horses. And there's a Star Wars show, I think. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening and <laughs> someone take this away from da- from Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> Until next time. Be kind. Be kind, Be kind and, and rewind. rewind. <laughs> ho 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 ho. Whoops, wrong one. This is the real one. It didn't line up.